All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. One team, one podcast is back. Uh, it's your boy Matt. Uh, just here. Um, got a few things I wanted to talk about today, so um, we'll get right into some stuff here. Uh, but all always, uh, our shows are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Uh, Patrick Michelson over at Bank of England Mortgage, BOE Southern States.com. We appreciate Patrick. He is our audio sponsor for all of our podcasts. Um, we go give them a shout, BOE Southern States.com, 225-810-1805. Also, Fred's in Tigerland. We appreciate Fred's, Jason, um, Nay, and the guys, uh, Mark doing a great job over at Fred's, as always. Also, River City's Total Maintenance. We appreciate Lucas Raguso over at River City's Total Maintenance um, in the North Shore. So give them a call. It's getting down to, what, 32, maybe 34 degrees, something like that. Uh, get your heaters checked uh, with with Lucas. Also probably going to need to get uh, cleaning coming up here soon anyway. So give Lucas a call. A good friend of mine, a great partner of the show. Also, look at this beautiful man, Brandon Lejan over at Courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette. Give him a, a call, 337-224-1867. Doesn't matter if you're in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, anywhere. Uh, give him a call, and he can uh, get you straight on a vehicle. And if he didn't have it on the lot, he'll he'll find something for you. Um, he's worked a deal for me uh, while I was in Baton Rouge, while he's in Lafayette. So great guy over at Courtesy GMC. Also, Bocock Brothers Cigars. I got my Bocock hat on right here. If you see it right on the top, uh, Bocock Brothers Cigars uh, doing great things. They're out of the Houston area, but uh, LSU grads. So uh, check those guys out at uh, BocockBrothers.com. All right. So a few things I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, it's not going to be a long episode. It's just me, um, just me babbling. Um, but I really wanted to talk more about LSU basketball and. Um, it's hard for me. It's hard to, for anybody not to talk negatively about LSU basketball right now, obviously. But um, so here's some things that I hear, like from the main the main talking points that you hear from everybody else right now is that LSU you need to give Matt McMahon a shot, and I, I'm completely on board with that. Like you got to give him a chance, you know, get let him get his guys in. Although these are his guys from Murray State. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I see a couple of, uh, comments already. Uh, so you got to give him a shot. Um, you got to let him get his guys in. Um, you can't judge him yet. I hear that a lot too. You can't judge Matt McMahon yet. Um, and I'm all, I'm all about, you know, giving him a chance, but also at the same time, 
why can't you criticize? Like, I know he's in a tough spot, and I know what Will Wade brought to LSU, but um, he he's also going up against football where Brian Kelly just came in as a first-year coach with 39 guys on scholarship, turned it into an SEC West champ. You also have Jay Johnson who came in first-year coach. I know he was left with more, and I understand the whole situation. But this is what LSU fans probably are thinking as well, is like, look, we got we got first-year coaches all over the place, and they're all doing well. Um, my other thought is this isn't the same team that we saw when they started the season in November, December. And I know they were having some close wins against some inferior opponents, things like that, but you also – they almost beat Kansas State. They could have, should have beat Kansas State. Um, neutral site looked great, and then you know they, they have one loss going in the SEC, and then they beat Arkansas, the team that just blew you out by twenty the other night. They go on the road, almost beat Kentucky. Um, it was a close game. I don't, shouldn't say almost, but it was a close game. They kept it close. That team is nowhere near what we're seeing now. Um, we're seeing a team and I'm just going to, I don't think people want to criticize because they, they feel like they're judging, but like at the same time, when, you know, I'm not expecting us to have talent on the floor, but I'm expecting us to play hard and be creative to score. So I'm not quite sure what's happened from, um, I mean, now Juice Hill's coming back, but I don't know what happened. Hal's in the chat. I know Hal's a huge basketball fan. Something changed in January, Matt, besides the brutal schedule we played. No shit. Like, so something's happened, and I don't know if it's the team just feeling like they're outgunned and, like, not trying as hard, um, but these losses are bad enough to where you need to say, okay, well, what's going on? Something's happening here. Um, so... so I'm seeing a team – I was watching the Arkansas game, and I, to be honest, I watched the first half and I couldn't watch the second half. I know we came back a little bit in the second half, but still lost by 20. I mean, it was 38-14 to 14 at halftime. I saw in that – the end of that sec, the end of that first half, you're letting guys blow right by you to the rim. Um, I saw multiple times guys blow by you, and, and everybody's looking around at each other like, who had that guy? Um I remember last year or the year before or the year before that, if that would have happened under a Will Wade team, guys, he would have burned all of his fucking timeouts like right then. Like burned them all. I mean, he would have he would have let everybody in that gym know that he was fucking pissed off. And I know that this guy might be a little different demeanor, but I'm not seeing any of that like fire that us LSU fans are used to and need to feel like okay this guy's got it under control i heard it a couple of times on a couple of different shows this week probably need to stop listening to these shows but a couple of shows this week where they said um you know um we i know we got the right guy that's not the question i know we got the right guy how do you know like i from all i've seen is that we're not you know, we're not playing with energy. We're not playing with effort. Um, and we can't shoot the ball well at all. Um, is that a product of talent? 
Um, you know, Adam Miller was supposed to be really good coming in. Um, here's my other, this is a concern. Um, this is a very much a concern for me is the, the recruits that you did bring in last year. Um, so start with Tyrell Ward. He was a five-star by most publications. I think he was like the number 34 player in the country. He, he's barely playing at all. And if he does, he looks a little lost. Uh, Jalen Reed, I think he was like number 70 something in the country. Um, he's playing some, I mean, he's playing more than, more than the others, but he doesn't look like that great either. Um, Sean Phillips, I think he was number, I think it was like 120 in the country. He's a four star. These are guys that normally would play on a team. You don't see a whole lot of freshmen that are 34th best player in the country, not playing. Why is that? It's okay to question this. Like, was it a miss? Was it a recruiting miss? Or are they not getting developed? Like, what's the problem? I think these are things that you, as an LSU fan, should be looking at and, like, questioning. And, you know, I'm not LSU state-run media over here. I guess I can say this stuff. But, like, that's a little concerning for me, man. I don't know what to tell you. But, like, I know everybody that was bitching and crying about Will Wade last year saying, as Will Wade... He can't coach X's and O's. He All he can do is bring in talent. Well, what are you saying now? Like, this guy couldn't – I mean, I know I know the hand that he was dealt, but he brought in all of his Murray State guys, but then he got recruits. You can't say Matt McMahon didn't get recruits. He got three, four-star better guys. So what's happened? What is he going to do next year? Say he gets three more four stars. Are they going to be any good? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> I feel like Seinfeld. What's the deal with the four stars? Um, so it's very concerning for me. I uh, And I'm not seeing this, like, this guy who's got all the X's and O's straightened out either. Like, what, I mean, if you put that team on the floor, could you tell if it was Will Wade or Matt McMahon coaching it? I mean, not me, other than the players on the floor. I mean... I don't get it. Yeah, transfer portal. Hal, you're right. Transfer portal is going to be huge. Um, but I, I know the the other excuse that I keep hearing this week. It, this is like the the new weekly excuse is uh, well they got to get the they got to get the sanctions. The cloud of the sanctions has got to pass because nobody's going to want to come if they have this cloud over them. I get it. I get I get where LSU is coming from with that, but like. Put up or shut up. We got to we got to produce on the floor. Um, unfortunately, this looks like it's going to be worse before it gets better. Um, yeah, we don't have a bucket getter, crying uh, belly. I agree with that. We do not. Uh, Adam Miller. I, I you know is it the injury? But I mean, now all of a sudden he got injured. And now he can't shoot. Like he was supposed to be a shooter. I think he was probably averaging 10 points a game as a freshman at Illinois. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I know we have Texas Tech coming in, and everybody uh, heard this today. Uh, well, Texas Tech's terrible. They're 0-8 in the Big 12. They're terrible. Watch that team fucking stifle us. Watch us score 45, 50 points against Texas Tech. Terrible. Watch. I- I've seen what we have, and I can tell you, 
that's, you know, it might be a problem. <laughs> um, like and share if you're in the chat. We appreciate you joining us. Um, just one, I needed to get off a few minutes of basketball. It's just still been on my mind. I keep hearing more and more of these shows, and it's just aggravating the piss out of me that, like, no, it's okay. You can you can criticize what you're seeing on the floor. It is okay to say, no, 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 that's um, a 40-point loss. I don't care if it's to Alabama or whoever is fucking embarrassing. You can say that stuff. Um, it's all right to do that. Um, yeah, the crazy part is we don't get to just get beat. We get ran through. Exactly. Um, it's It's absurd that the amount of justification – that Matt McMahon is getting right now when you're getting completely embarrassed on the floor. That Arkansas game was completely embarrassing, and that was a team that you fucking beat. I don't get it. Somebody needs to explain that to me, and you know, if I say something on Twitter about it, they say, oh, you don't know ball. Like, okay, bro. Uh, all right. I can. I have eyeballs, and I've been watching this fucking team since the 80s. So I, um, it's really bad. Um, but you know, again, I see a guy like I, every time I watch Texas A&M play, um, two of their best guys, one's from Baker, one's from, um, McKinley right down the road. And, um, they don't look like they have a whole lot of talent on that team, but let me tell you what, nobody's outplaying that team. Nobody is going to out hustle that team. They're going to be physical. Buzz Williams has got them playing really hard. That's what I expected with Matt McMahon, especially this year. I knew you weren't going to have the talent, but why can't you play hard? Like, you know, just giving up and letting guys blow through. You think Texas A&M would have done that? No, no, no. Somebody's going to put a body on you. Like, they're not – I mean, none of those guys are going to play at the next level at Texas A&M. KJ Williams may for us. So anyway, I needed to get a little bit off my chest. Y'all, if y'all have any questions about um, basketball in the chat, let me know. Yeah, A and M went into Auburn last night and beat the hell out of them. Um, I mean, that I'm telling you, that is the model right there. Is what Buzz Williams is doing over at Texas A and M. If you can't get the guys in, at least you got to coach them up and you got to play hard. Like, but if you can't get the guys in, I tweeted this uh, a few weeks ago and I was called negative. Um, if you can't get the guys in, so you don't have the talent and you don't play hard, that's garbage. Absolute garbage. And you got to be able to say it, call them out, like say it, like it's okay. We all know that Matt McMahon's going to be here for three years at least. Like it's a rebuild. Get it. Play hard. Fucking play hard. That's all I'm asking. It's, a, it's an embarrassment to see what you had to do to scramble and get a roster for them not to play hard. I remember John Brady's first fucking team, and I think they went 9-18. and 18. They had a whole bunch of transfers just to fill the roster. I mean, he was left with nothing. He, was, he might have been left with just as much as, as, as Matt McMahon is. Like, he, he had nothing. Um, I think his, he had a guy named Orlando something. I forget what his name was. He was a point guard. Those guys played hard. They were not talented. They played really hard. It was actually fun to watch. I was in college at, at that time, so I remember them very well. But, like, yeah, he was left with nothing after Dale Brown. So it happens. But, like, you know, why Florida? Um, this kid, Florida, from uh, 
<sighs> yeah. <laughs> this guy, this kid from Florida uh, with Todd Golden. Um, where did he coach? Uh, San Francisco last year. He is um, – Florida looks really good. Well, not really good, but they're good for a first year. Um, Alex Fudge looks good for him. Um, and I know he probably got – you know, he had a little bit more in, you know, on the roster than McMahon did. But I'm seeing first-year coaches still have a team that's not going to get embarrassed. Mississippi State went to Alabama and lost by, what, three last night? Like they were up by seven at half, and that's new coach over there from New Mexico State. Like I, I just don't want to see us get embarrassed anymore. That's that's got to end. And if it doesn't, and people are still like, "Oh, him Hall, you know, got to give him a shot." You know, what'd you expect? You expected us to win the SEC? No, fucker, I did not. I expected us to compete. I mean, how excited were we when we found out KJ Williams was coming? Juice Hill. Like, we were all excited about Juice Hill. Juice Hill's coming. I mean, he was all OVC last year. He was first team, first team point guard OVC. Um, you know, we got, we got a five star coming in, another four star. We got another four star. He's kind of a project, but, you know, we're looking good right now with the roster. I swear to God, that's what people were saying. Now, all of a sudden, like, they're not saying it. Uh, anyway, we're going to give him a shot. He needs his shot, but feel free to criticize Mac McMahon. Like, yeah, Justice uh, Justice Hill is coming back. Um, I we With him or without him, we still don't have a point guard. We need a scorer. God damn it, Waters, like yesterday, but we can't get one. Um, so there's a lot of needs on this team. I don't know where they go and get them. Um, but right now, wh- whether they get players or not, I'm more concerned about the development of players with Matt McMahon than I am anything else. So I, until I see that, I'm not really going to get too excited. Um, this has been a regression, uh, this entire year and not quite sure. So anyway, I want to switch gears a little bit and I'm not going to talk a lot about baseball, but I am going to talk some about baseball. Um, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about, um, who's going to start and, and, in different uh, positions for baseball. And um, and I, I don't really have any inside scoop or anything like that or big knowledge about like who some of these players are. like Paxton Kling. I know he's a huge uh, recruit and um, highly thought of draft um, uh, coming out of high school. But same with Brady Neal. I think Brady Neal will probably start at catcher, I would assume. And then Malazzo kind of like coming in and uh, defensive guy. But uh, Kling probably starting in the outfield or something. I'm really more concerned about the lineup, the batting lineup. That's what I want to see. And I know we're not going to really know, but I, I would like to project some things. I'm, I'm all about hypotheticals and projections, so uh, we can project some stuff. Um, I really I hope the days of Dylan Cruz leading off are completely behind us. I don't want to see it ever again. I want to see people on base for Dylan Cruz when he hits home runs now. I feel like you have enough guys and you have enough talent now that you can get some fucking guys on base for Dylan Cruz. I'm tired of seeing him have like 18 home runs with 40 RBIs. 
Like, <laughs> get some guys, get some guys on base. Um, I would, I would think I. This is just off the top of my head. I haven't, I don't know too much about a lot of these guys, but I do know like maybe having Pearson lead off. Um, Pearson starting in, um, I guess that would be left or right field. I'm not quite sure which one, but Pearson leading off. I think it's right field. Pearson leading off. Trey Morgan, I think, is like a great two hole hitter. Um, getting guys around also has a little bit of pop, um, but can get on base too. Like that's really what you need. I mean, you got to get some guys around, and get on base. So Pearson, Morgan, then Cruz. I want to see Cruz as your three hole guy. He's the prototypical three hole hitter. But then have Tommy White right after him. Um, now after White, I think it's like, okay, who's in the lineup at that point? Is it Duga? Is it Joe Bear? Um, you know, I, who, who's the, who's the next guy that can kind of like, um, maybe see some good pitches after White? Um, and then you have, of course, you know, your new guys like, you know, Brady Neal and Paxton Clean. How, how developed are they, those guys right now hitting, in the SEC, how how is that going to translate over? If they are they going to be where in the lineup are you going to be? But another thing that I do want to see is I want to see another almost like a second leadoff guy. And and Bertman and um, Maneri used to do this, but have a guy in the nine hole. You know, I really I really wanted to see more of uh, DiGiacomo last year, but it's something that it never panned out for him last year. But I wanted to see him more in the nine hole. Um. To where you had another guy that can possibly get on base for, especially if Cruz was leading off or whatever he was doing. Like, you know, you got to get guys on base for these guys. Uh, don't want to see any more leadoff home runs from from Dylan Cruz the rest of his career here, which is one more year. Um, tell me your thoughts on lineups, especially your first four. Uh, leadoff guy. Like, who's your leadoff guy? Do we have a, a surefire leadoff guy? Pearson's got some pops, so I don't know. Maybe you don't want him in the leadoff. Um, Trey Morgan, is he a leadoff? Um, there's a lot of talk about Trey Morgan possibly moving the outfield a little bit. And uh, I don't know. I know that's where he's going to end up in the pros, but is, he, is it necessary to put him out there right now? Uh, does he Is he asking to be out there? I don't know. Um. So a lot of questions that I have for baseball, but it's not necessarily like who's starting in which position. I can care less about the fielding as much as I as let's score a whole bunch of runs this year. Let's have some fun. Gorilla balls back. Let's have fun. Score a lot of runs, but let's let's worry about that batting lineup more than we're worrying about who's you know is it going to be Joe Bear or is or is it going to be Duga and DH? Is it going to be Beloso at first whenever Morgan? Go? I don't care. Like I just want to know who's who's your top four hitters right now. Um, let me know in the chat who you want leading off. Um, so switching off of that, switching off of baseball, uh, well, we talk a little bit more baseball. I mean, pitching, pitching is going to be outstanding this year. I know you got Blake money coming back. Um, I mean, you got a lot of guys coming back, but I know the new guys, um, Thatcher heard, um, Christian little. Uh, Paul Skeens, obviously, he's throwing 100. Um, I want to pull up some uh, Paul Skeens Air Force tape, maybe post that on Twitter. I'd like to see that. Um, 
so yeah, we got some arms coming in. Um, definitely, we're number one in the country in all the publications. It looks like so it's Omaha or bust, and it's a lot like Tennessee last year, where you know they were number one in the country and lose to Notre Dame in the supers, and that was a huge, massive disappointment. Uh, don't need that happening here, obviously. But um, all right, switch gears from baseball. I want to talk a little bit about um, championship games. Um, okay, well, I say that, and then crying belly in the chat. Uh, I like Trey Morgan as a leadoff fast. and con- I, I agree with that, too. I, I don't know why we hadn't seen enough of him at leadoff already. Um, it didn't make sense to me why they weren't doing that. Um, Andrew Martin in the chat. Um, Morgan, Cruz, Pearson, White. I don't like Cruz being second. Move him in the third. Move Pearson up to second. I want Cruz and White back-to-back. I don't want anybody pitching around Cruz. So, you know, if if it's Cruz and White, you can't pitch around Cruz because you got Tommy Tanks right behind him. I think, if anything, if you're, if you're thinking Pearson's that good, then maybe move Pearson behind Tanks and have Cruz, White, Pearson. But I want guys on base for Cruz finally in his career. He deserves it. <laughs> he's got to be fucking pissed, right? How many home runs he have? And like, look at his RBI. Like, he's got to be pissed. Like, why can't I get guys on base? Why am I hitting so many damn solo home runs? Got to lead the whole fucking country in the last two years in solo home runs. Um. Okay. So again, I said we're going to talk. Stop baseball talk. We're going to talk about championship games coming up. Um. Obviously. Um, well, the first game, we'll talk about the first game. That's at two o'clock. Um, that's, uh, 49ers and Eagles. I, um, think it could be a low scoring game. Both of these defenses are very good, but, um, I also really, I really think the Eagles are like, I shouldn't say head and shoulders. I think they're a better team than the 49ers with, with Hertz healthy. Um, so I'm looking for the Eagles to come out of that one. Um, but of course, everybody here wants to know about the the Bengals and Chiefs um, at five o'clock on Sunday. The Bengals going into Arrowhead, Burrowhead. Um, I think the Bengals are on a whole other level right now. I think uh, Joe Burrow is playing with like supreme confidence, and I think we're very biased here, obviously, but at the same time, we know, we know this guy so well, and we've seen this look in his eye and all that stuff before. Um, That's just, it's, he's on another stratosphere right now. And I had this debate in an office the other day, like, okay, if, if he beats the chiefs again in the playoffs, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, right? Like you can go ahead and just say that, right? Like, Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, how can you not at this point? I don't know if he's going to win the MVP this year or anything like that, but, like, he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, I mean, we saw it last week. You saw how they just carved up the Bills, like, in the snow. Like, it was, I just feel like they're on a trajectory right now, and I don't think they can be stopped right now. So, I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I think it would be high scoring, possibly. Um, The two best quarterbacks in the league. I think that's fair. Um, So I'm looking for the Bengals, and I'm looking at the Eagles. Those would be my picks to win. 
Um, and I guess that would be Bengals money line. And then uh, I don't know what that Eagles line is, um, but I would take the Eagles money line. So maybe do a parlay. Uh, it should be a fun Sunday. I think those are two. I think those are, these are two really good games. And I feel like we have the best teams in both of those games. Um, so I could, you couldn't ask for more out of a cha- championship Sunday. I always loved championship Sunday. I thought it was great. Um, a couple more in the chat. Um, Cruz, in my opinion, is too old to be the two hole. <laughs> I don't know if that was a, is that a sex joke? I don't know. Um, um, excited for the pitching that we have. Not really a baseball guy, but I'm excited to learn these players. Yeah. I, uh, the pitching for sure. I, Christian little coming from Vandy. He was hurt. I think at one point, um, good, strong arm. Thatcher Hurd is supposed to be a stud coming in from UCLA. Paul Skeens is supposed to be like a first round draft pick next year. So, um, are you a UFC guy? Um, you know, I used to be not quite as much as I, I, I in the, anymore. Uh, I can tell you what the guys in my office though, huge UFC guys. I know there's supposed to be a fight this Sunday if, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but no, not, not, not as much as I used to be. Um, that was back in like the Randy Couture days, like all kinds of, you know, whatever. Um, uh, Chuck Liddell, even Brock Lesnar for a little while. That was some exciting shit. When, when Brock Lesnar entered the UFC, that was fucking exciting. That was like a Mike Tyson fight. Exciting. Like you wanted to see what was going to happen. Some hell was going to break loose. Um, all right, I'm going to cut it short. It's just me talking. I don't like to talk for a long time and hear myself talk. But um, I appreciate you guys in the chat. I know we hadn't been live for a long time. I'm going to start doing these some more. Um, kind of doing it on my own right now. I know we have some guys. We still have guys. Uh, you know, Jack's still involved. He does our Twitter. Um, and I'm going to see if he wants to do some shows every now and then. Um, Charlie used to do some stuff with us. He's still going to do some stuff. Everybody's still around. Um, but, you know, after football season, everybody just kind of, chills out a little bit but i think things are starting to heat up a little bit more i wish basketball was better but i don't have a lot to talk about with that without getting myself pissed off i don't want to get pissed off anymore so come on baseball i fucking need you bad um everything i have to take break i'm not even doing my own twitter i'm not even doing twitter pretty much anymore jack's doing it but um i had to catch myself uh I, I don't know which game that was, but I was just everything I was tweeting out was just completely negative about LSU basketball. And uh, I think Jack texted me. He's like, hey, man, you need to chill out. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying I'm trying to stay positive as much as I can, but it's OK to criticize, guys. You can criticize. Um, I'm going to start doing keep doing lives. I appreciate y'all uh, letting me know that. Um, and we still have the potty, uh, the podcast on the um on our podcast platforms. Um, so Spotify, Apple, uh, again, one more shout out. want to give a big shout out to bank of England mortgage. That's our, um, audio sponsor for all of our podcasts, bank of England mortgage, um, Patrick Michelson at bank of England mortgage. You can actually apply online. So, um, go check them out at bank of England, BOE Southern States.com. Also Fred's in Tigerland. We appreciate Fred's, uh, always, uh, hooking us up. Uh, Nay, Mark, uh, everybody over there, Harry, Red, all these guys. We love, we love Fred's always. Well, um, River City's total maintenance. Uh, check out 
Lucas Ragusa over at Rivery City Soulmate, NOLA-AC.com. They're in the North Shore area in New Orleans. They not only do AC, but they also do plumbing, electrical. They can hook you up on anything. Uh, just give them a call. Also, Brandon Lejean over at Courtesy Automotive Group in Lafayette. Go check him out, courtesyautomotive.com. Also, check him out on his uh, Facebook page, um, Brandon Lejean. Um, he's got deals all the time on his Facebook page. Uh, we'll share them out sometime, so check him out. We love Brandon. I'll, I'll talk to him about some uh, basketball. Um, talk him, he loves Will Wade still, so big Will Wade guy. Um, also, Bocock Brothers Cigars, uh, big shout-out to those guys. I'm going to go enjoy one tonight on the patio, I think, so – um, appreciate, uh, Bryant and Doug Bocock. Um, you can find their, uh, cigars locally here in Baton Rouge at Cigar Den, Churchill's and, um, Havana Port, uh, off of Perkins. So check those guys out, or you can go check them out online at bocockbrothers.com. Um, all right guys. So we will wrap it up. Um, I, again, I appreciate you guys in the chat, like, and share if you can. We appreciate y'all. And um, for everybody else, it's been one team, one podcast.